Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Changemaker, it's Holly Rustic here with grant writing and funding. And I help changemakers grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. To do that, I teach you how to gain expertise in grant writing and coach you with systems so that you can become a freelance grant writer and 10x results all from the comfort of your own home. All right, guys, today we are going to go over Freelance Grant Writer Six Weeks to Summer Success Toolkit. So you are getting a free downloadable. In this podcast episode, I'm going to discuss the top seven steps to get your freelance biz in order this summer. I know, I know, many of us still have our kids at home this summer. Summer programs are still closed and we may be burned out with being on our screens all the time. I get it. You need something tangible that you can do today that will move your business forward and pick up some serious momentum. The work smarter, not harder phrase could never be truer than right now. So first, let's cover what listening to this podcast and doing the free downloadable will not do for you. You will not make a million dollars overnight or get 5,000 clients in 15 minutes or less. But here is what it can do for you. Be the game changer that keeps you working in your business this summer and actually increases your business. Gives you the confidence to take it up a notch and provides guidelines that relieve your stress and that looming monster in the back of your mind called dun-dun-dun, procrastination. So summer can be the time. Like I said, the kids are home, but we need to get these things done. Sometimes our goals feel so big and overwhelming, though, that just thinking about them makes you want to like go back onto your couch and start watching Netflix. But literally, (laughs) when I implemented the strategies and the steps that I'm going to teach you today, I actually revised my book, The Beginner's Grant Writing Guide, in less than a day. I also outlined my entire year in one day. Most of the time, the big things that move us forward aren't the things that take the longest. I'm going to repeat that. Most of the time, the big things that move us forward, especially in your business, are not the things that take the longest, all right? It's all the seemingly urgent items that clutter up our time. It's the distractions that lead us to the time-sucking gallows. It's the guilt and thoughts of what we should be doing but just aren't doing that take up the space in your mind and turn these priorities into giants. Sitting down and doing the work, well, that's the part that once outlined actually gives you energy and that amazing and best feeling and emotion of all time, productivity. So that's what you're going to get today. That's what I'm giving you. But before we get into this and go over your downloadable, so please check that out, I have an exciting announcement. It's my birthday week this week. Woo! <laughs> yep, I am turning ooh, 44. Eek! Midlife, here I am. So to celebrate my amazing age this week, I am giving you all a gift or two. First things first, my best-selling book, The Beginner's Guide to Grant Writing, is free from Wednesday, July 15th to Saturday, July 18th. 
four days of freedom to celebrate my birthday. So check out grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 129 to get the link or just search on Amazon. Now I have another freebie for you, but first I am asking you to celebrate my birthday with me. If you want to give me a gift, a virtual one, leave a review on Amazon for the book, The Beginner's Guide to Grant Writing. Hey, I get it. You might already own it, right? Or if you leave a review on iTunes, if you love listening to this podcast, go ahead and leave a review for the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. You get the opportunity to win a $44 gift certificate to Amazon. All right, so all you have to do is send me an email of the screenshot of either review to holly at grantwritingandfunding.com. But of course, if you want more details spelled out for you, you can go ahead and visit, once again, www.grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 129 and you can go ahead and get your free downloadable for today's episode and also see the details. I want to give you a free ebook as well so you can grab that there and like I said if you want to leave a gift go ahead and leave a review for the book or leave a review for this podcast and you will enter in to win a $44 gift certificate to Amazon. Please help me reach 44 more reviews for my birthday on both platforms. That would be amazing and be sure to grab your free book. So please celebrate with me by visiting grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 129. All right, so let's go ahead and get back into this today because I want it to be quick. I want you to be able to listen to this whole podcast and then take the time this weekend to sit down with your downloadable and do the work. You don't have to spend a whole bunch of time on it, but it is important to sit down and do the work. So as noted, you might be suffering from feeling like you are not getting very much done at all this summer on your business. Between the kids being home, coffee shops not being as cozy as before, or just general COVID overwhelm, there are a lot of reasons you might be in a summer slump with your business. But we're going to go over seven steps. Let's go ahead and get into step number one. Step number one, very simple guys, but very important. The most important step is always step one, take the time to plan and make your environment cozy. All right, so once again, jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 129 to grab your free downloadable that goes along with this episode. I give you a variety of docs you can print and put in your six weeks to summer success binder. Okay, because today is just the beginning. I'm just pulling back to the overview for your summer. Once you have this all mapped out, next week we are going to get into the nitty gritty of value and we're going to keep going. So you guys have a lot of information this summer to make your freelance grant writing business a success. Okay, I know I say this a lot on these podcasts, but yes, setting the time aside to plan is essential. Infamous author and speaker Brian Tracy is right when he says, every minute you spend in planning saves 10 minutes in execution. This gives you a 1000% return on energy. Now do the math there. It's pretty, pretty impressive. And it's absolutely true. So if you are listening to this podcast on the road or on a run or while you're cooking, keep on listening as I'm going to give you the overview now. But do earmark right now a time to sit down, print out the toolkit, and do the activity. It's just not going to be effective if you don't actually do the work. So set a time this evening, this week, or afternoon, this weekend. Schedule it out now and do not cancel. As Oprah Winfrey says, The biggest gift you can give yourself is the gift of time. And just as a little plus, 
make it a cozy time. For me, I love doing my planning on Sunday mornings. <laughs> I am a nerd, so I usually clean the house Friday night to have a comfy house over the weekend. So I love Sunday mornings when the house is still relatively clean. I'm in my jammies and drinking a hot cup of coffee. And my daughter usually sleeps in a little later than me, so it's quiet. And even if she wakes up, we both kind of laze around in the early morning, me planning and her chilling on the couch. These are my content times, and I'm super rested, so all the ideas and confidence for the upcoming week is zipping through my mind. So for you, this super cozy time might be a Monday morning at your desk when you're all dressed up, or it could be after the kids are asleep and you have your quiet time. So go ahead and do that step. Once again, take the time to plan and make your environment cozy. Yes, you want a little feng shui, you know, make it an enjoyable time. Step number two, write down what you want to accomplish by the end of six weeks. We are doing a short speed goal or goals as when this podcast is released on July 15th, right? Um, We basically have six weeks. We'll put us at the end of August. But I so get that you might listen to this podcast episode in November or March or any other time, and that is fine. You can go ahead and schedule out six weeks from when you start your planning. Now, since this is a freelance-specific podcast, I am going to give you some freelance examples to rock your business. For starters, six weeks may not seem like a lot of time, but you will surprise yourself. A quarter is 12 weeks, and I do a lot of quarterly planning as well, but that's kind of more like a marathon. However, six weeks is a sprint, so it can feel more intense, but also a lot shorter and therefore a lot more manageable. But since it's six weeks, I want you to feel the pace of this and get something powerful done. In any case, be very specific on your grant writing summer goal or goals. It's not just to make a lot of money or to bring in a lot of clients. You have to state exactly how much money or how many clients you want to reach. So just like writing a grant where you have to have a smart objective or smart goal, remember what that means, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, I want you to do the same thing with your goals for your life. Don't be so general, right, to make a lot of money. But if you say, I'm gonna bring in $30,000 in six weeks or to secure 20 clients in six weeks, But if you have only ever had one client before at $1,500, that might be unrealistic. On the flip side, if you always get 20 clients over the summer, you might stretch yourself to 25 clients. Or if you are being smarter about your goals, maybe you actually reduce your clients, but they are higher paying clients. Maybe to say to bring in 10 clients that pay $5,000 each. Really think about something that's a bit of a stretch, but that does not provide too much overwhelm. You have to find that sweet spot. The best thing is to find something that is realistic, but gives you a little uh, flutter of butterflies is what I like to call it. (laughs) But at first, don't hold back in your planning and your brainstorming. Just list it out. Make your list long and write down everything you actually think about accomplishing in six weeks if you had all that time in the world. All right, so I'm gonna give you some examples. So these could be some examples that you kind of brainstorm out during your sit down and your cozy time. Number one, to make $6,000 by the end of six weeks. Number two, to freshen up my website and lead generator by the end of six weeks. Number three, to start a TikTok social media account and get 500 followers by the end of six weeks. Number four, to be a speaker at a 10 Zoom webinars by the end of six weeks. And number five, to get a grant writing certification by the end of six weeks. 
Now these may all be different things that you want to accomplish. But remember, your kids might be home, right? You don't have all the time in the world. I still want you to get something powerful and profound done. But during those inspiring moments, we really get excited. And this is a good thing, but to list too many things in six weeks and to say you're going to do them all is going to leave you exhausted, frustrated with your kids, and probably discouraged as you may not be able to reach them all. So that leads us to step number three. We get to do the fun part now. We get to prioritize your goals. All right, so you sat down, you wrote down what you wanted to accomplish by the end of six weeks, and you were very, you just let your imagination roam, but you were very still specific with what you wanted to do. Now we're gonna go through and say, okay, what do we need to cut? (laughs) And a lot of you are gonna say, but all of these are priorities. All of these seem urgent, Holly. I'm going to show you how, and this is through Tony Robbins. You know, I mention him a lot. I love him. I love Brian Tracy. I love Oprah Winfrey. I've mentioned all of my, my favorites and what I use in my life too for you guys. But I love these two questions. They will totally help you know what is in, what's urgent and what's a priority. So the urgent stuff is kind of like the clutter. Ugh, you always feel like you have to get it done. And it kind of just like, it leads you back and you get stuck in the cycle of just kind of doing that 80% work that really doesn't lead to the 20% of your success, right? But that priority stuff, that 20% that will lead to the 80% success rate of your business is what you want to focus on. But how do you tell the difference when you're in the midst of it all? You ask these two questions. Number one, what will it cost if you don't do this, right? So if you don't do this, what is the main impact on your life if you don't accomplish this? And then number two, what amazing impact will it have for you if you do achieve this? All right, so this is the kind of the flip side of looking at that. So if you looked at to make $6,000 by the end of six weeks, your first thing you put down, you'll say, well, what will it cost me if I don't achieve this? Well, I won't be able to pay my rent and my bills. Like that's pretty powerful. Like what is the pain it's gonna cause you in your life? And then what's the pleasure it's gonna cause in your life? What amazing impact will I have and achieve if I actually make the $6,000 by the end of six weeks? Well, I won't have stress because I'll be making it. I will have confidence in my business and keep developing my portfolio. I mean, we all have to pay your bills, right? So really, really impactful. Let's look at your second goal uh, brainstorm that you brainstorm down. To freshen up my website and lead generator by the end of six weeks. What will it cost me if I don't achieve this? Well, I will lose some leads because I have nowhere to send them. I will lose credibility because I don't have a virtual home for my business. And I won't catch potential customers. Okay, so let's look at the amazing impact if you do achieve this. Well, I will get the looming monster off my back. After all, I have been telling myself I need to do this for the last year. I will start collecting emails and build a list, right? So those are some different things. That's what's going to bring, that's the pain and that's the pleasure. Now let's go ahead and look at your brainstorm number three goal. To start a TikTok social media account and get 500 followers by the end of six weeks. What will it cost me if I don't achieve X? Uh, Well, I will lose potential followers. And B, what amazing impact will I have if I achieve this? It'll be a lot of fun. Okay, so I hope you can start seeing what is urgent and what's a priority as I am answering these questions, right? Number four, to be a speaker at 10 Zoom webinars by the end of six weeks. What will it cost me if I don't reach this? Really nothing. I won't have to prep for anything. B, what amazing impact will I achieve? I will gain new partnerships and potential customers. Number five, to get a grant writing certification by the end of six weeks. What will it cost me if I don't achieve this? 
Nothing, it's actually not required. And what amazing impact will I achieve if I do this? Well, I'll build my credibility and I will build my grant writing skills. Now go ahead and go through your list and ask yourself those questions and see what, you would, what would it cost you the most and bring in the most income. Clearly, the first goal is a must, right? So you need to have that $6,000 because you need to pay your bills. That's a huge pain element. That's probably the biggest one out of all of these. And it also brings you a lot of pleasure because you are going to be making it. You're going to be doing it. You're going to gain confidence. So you can see now how it's easy to prioritize, well, which is your biggest one, right? If you said, what is the one thing that will leave my, lead my business the most right now? It would be goal number one to get $6,000 in six weeks. And just because you don't choose all of them, that is okay. You can include these, so the five that you don't pick. So say I'm gonna say, okay, you only have six weeks. This isn't a 12-week sprint you got or a marathon. This is a six-week sprint. So this is a big one, $6,000 in six weeks. I want you to focus on that. And some of these other elements for these goals actually might help you to achieve that $6,000. So it might be something you integrate into the task, and we're gonna get to that in a minute, but you wanna be focused. Anything else that's on this list that doesn't help you meet that $6,000, I don't want you to look at it. I actually want you to circle and say, do not do any of these because you only have six weeks to accomplish your one main goal. I want all of your focus to be on that. But it doesn't mean that, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna do these other things. You can schedule those in your next six weeks or you can do a 12 week marathon and put those in there. Remember, it's only six weeks away until this is over. <laughs> so for your current six goals or five goals listed here, like I said, honestly, you might just focus on number one to make $6,000 by the end of six weeks. That one clearly has the most pain and pleasure associated with it. After all, you gotta pay the bills. <laughs> Versus spending valuable time getting on TikTok, where when you are on a new social media platform, you know, you guys, that has proven to be inefficient for sale conversions. And right now you need sale conversions, you need money. So on any social media platform, it normally takes a lot of time to build your platform with organic followers. And even then, numerous case studies state that conversion rates for sales are much higher with email marketing versus social media. It's just too, you're so distracted on social media that it's really hard to make sale conversions, especially in the service industry. <laughs> so this brings me to a possible second recommendation. If you really feel jazzy, you might do number two goal to freshen up my website and lead generator in addition to your first goal and your six week sprint. That is because that may support you're your getting your actual conversions. So if it makes sense, like I said, you might integrate some things. But the point of refining your goals is to really hone in on what will bring in the biggest impact and reduce the most pain. If you are clear with this, then you will follow through and gain confidence. If there isn't enough pain or pleasure associated with your goal, then if you include it as a goal, you will probably end up discouraged at the end of six weeks because you are super unlikely to actually do it. It might sound like a great idea, but if there is not enough pain and pleasure, <laughs> right, then it, you're just not gonna do it. That's when you whine, I don't have time to run a business. It's because you are putting away, way, way, way too much stuff on your plate and then constantly beating yourself up for not completing it. So stop doing that, you guys. You guys got this, so focus in. Cut away, cut away like crazy, and focus on one thing for six weeks. 
That brings us to how do you actually do this? Step number four, write down your action steps. Okay, now it's implementation time so you can execute. Write down every step that needs to be completed to reach your goals. You guys do not skip over this step at all. Don't just say, okay, I took the time, I figured out my goal, you know, I brainstormed a whole bunch and now I went ahead and I you cut out a bunch of stuff and I have this one goal. Okay, I know what my goal is and I'm not gonna do the next step, don't do that. Do this next step. Write down your action steps. This is gonna take just a little bit of time and thinking and planning, but man, oh man, oh man, you want that 1,000 return on energy like Brian Tracy says, right? <laughs> and I even have an awesome little chart for you guys in the downloadable. So I have some the samples that I'm reading today are the example, and you guys will be able to do your own. Okay, you wanna write, and I have, like once again, I have a downloadable for you guys and I have a chart for you to fill in but you put your goal at the top. And then you're gonna have a column where you put down which week you need to complete it in. In week one, week two, weeks two and three, etc. So you have all of that, you have a space for that. And then you have the task that you're actually going to complete. And then you're gonna have who is responsible. And then you're gonna have a status there so you can check it off. Don't we love checking things? <laughs> we absolutely love checking things off. So the other option, of course, is if you don't get it done there, you can put a little arrow in so you know that you need to change the week and make it done the next week. Or you cross it off all together and say, you know what, I thought this was important, but it's really not. Okay, so let's go ahead and see what some of these examples include that could help you reach $6,000 by the end of six weeks. In week number one, you could have a task, create some sort of value for nonprofit leaders, i.e. a checklist of upcoming grants, a resource review, checklist, or discount on services. And like I said, we'll be talking more about this next week in our podcast episode. So please do subscribe if you're not a subscriber already so you can get this follow-up, all right? And then you would put in the column, who is responsible? Well, myself, me, right? And then you have a little, um, you have a space there that you can check it off when you're done. And that's your status space. All right, so let's go on to the next line. Once again, week number one, I'm gonna put in there. And my task is, if existing list of nonprofit leaders, you have that, send out an email reminding them of your services and include the value developed. Who's responsible? Myself again. And let's go ahead, week number, another thing for week number one, solidify pricing and packaging proposal and make it user friendly. That might be something that you've just been putting off. Um, and we're definitely gonna be take, talking about pricing and packaging in this whole series of freelance summer stuff. So I know that's a really, it's a big doozy. A lot of times people have a hard time knowing what their price should be or knowing how to package. So that's something that definitely when you get it done, man, that takes the stress off. Okay, and then there's a couple that I'm gonna say weeks one through six because you need to be doing this every single week. So the first one is reach out to 20 nonprofits each week, all right? You need to be reaching out. You can't just, okay, I'm gonna develop my prices and then I'm just gonna think, la, people will come. You gotta be aggressive still, right? <laughs> Remember, you gotta put that food on the table. That's gonna put some fire under your seat. And another thing, weeks one through six, follow up on all leads. So you can't just reach out and if they didn't answer or you left a message, you never go back to them. You have to have that time schedule then to go back and follow up on your leads. All right, so let's go to week number two. Gather testimonials from previous or current clients. 
And maybe who's responsible for that? Maybe it's not you. Maybe you have hired a virtual assistant on Upwork or Fiverr that could do that for you. So that's why I put down who's responsible because some of you might not be solo props. Some of you might have some consultants that do some stuff for you or some interns and or volunteers, etc. So you can also have an opportunity to put their names in there. But it's still powerful even putting your own name in that whole list because you really do you really 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 do take responsibility okay week number two develop social media content website copy email copy with customer testimonials and stories so that might be something you go ahead and get all developed uh, week number three reach out to people in my vertical and ask them to send my value ad so that thing that you developed for value to nonprofit leaders um, to their list and their social media Week number four, create a free webinar with an upsell at the end, etc. So you can see how you can just start brainstorming. Okay, if I want to make $6,000 by the end of six weeks, how do I do that? You guys, everything I'm telling you are ways that I have been able to make money. These are different steps that you need to take. It's not just, I'm just going to make it. You have to be very, very clear on how you can do that. And part of this is just being creative and trying things. And if it doesn't work, you know, as long as you've done the work and you say, okay, it's still not leading to my goal, you will then realize that, okay, it's not me, right? But I might just have to change up my strategy a little bit. Maybe you have to reach out to 30 nonprofits instead of 20 per week, right? That sort of thing. But you have to at least have some sort of plan that you have. Then you're able to see what really works and what doesn't. Okay, so also go ahead and take out your digital or physical calendar and write in all these action steps that I have for each week. So now you're going to implement them into what you use as a calendar. If you already know the day of the week you can work on each task, go ahead and write it in. Actually block it off now, right? And if it is a continual repetitive task, such as follow up on all leads week one through six, schedule out your time right now, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Monday through Thursday or whatever the time that looks like. Already write it in. That is so important. By blocking your time now, you will know what is an actual priority, Meeting that $6,000 in six weeks is a priority. It's not an urgency, it's a priority. So if other meetings come up at that time or urgent-seeming task, you already booked to work on your real priority. Do not make exceptions. Guard your action steps as if they are most important items in your day because they are, all right? And especially if you, you, you using this, you can see how you can schedule it out Four hours a day, if you're super focused and just focusing on your priorities, that's all you need. You don't need eight, 10, 17 hour days. You can do this and still spend some time with the kids. You can wake up a little early, be done by nine and have the day with the kids. Like you can do this. This is how you get it done. One thing at a time and do it well. Number five, the fail safe step to execute your goals. Okay, now you got to get to work. Go ahead and schedule out some more of that cozy time at the end of each week or the beginning of each week. This is because you need to now score yourself and evaluate how much progress you have actually made. Believe me, we oftentimes, oh my gosh, I put like 100 hours into that project. Well, have you actually tracked your time? Sometimes it's only 40 hours. Sometimes it's 300 hours. So it's really important for you to track how much of your progress that you're making on your goals. For example, and this is a really simple math equation, okay? 
You have five action steps that need to get done in week one, according to the example that I read. Add up how many tasks you actually got done that week and then divide by the total action steps for that week. So if you only got done three action steps in week one, but you have five that you had listed that you need to get done, right, but you only accomplished three, you would be at a 60%. All you'd have to do is go three divided by five equals 0 0.60, so 60%. Brian Moran of the 12-week year states that on average, you need to get done at least 80% of your action steps to reach your goal. So Remember, it doesn't have to be perfection. You don't have to do 100%. Maybe you only reached out to 15 nonprofits this week. But man, that's better than zero. That's better than five. That's better than 10, right? So if you're at least doing 80% of the work, you should meet your goal. That doesn't mean to let your guard down and just cruise on by. Be very, very clear with what you're actually doing. In this way, it's not that, oh my gosh, this just didn't work. This plan didn't work. Rather, you will be able to see where your strategy fell flat, what you can actually accomplish in six weeks, and how you can best execute your action items. So remember, scoring yourself is very important and it's very transparent and it's the time when you really get real with yourself. All right, sometimes you're like, why am I not accomplishing this? It's a good time for you to also reflect and say, well, what happened? Did I not put it in my planner? Did I not stick to my time blocks that I had scheduled out everything? Did I get distracted with all the urgent stuff? Do I not have enough pain and pleasure associated with this goal? Those are some questions that you can ask yourself if you're not reaching all of your action steps or getting a high enough percentage, at least 80% or more. Okay, so let's go on to step number six. Have accountability. To meet your goals and to push yourself forward to meet that at least 80% of your action task, accountability is so important. You can do this in different ways. One way is to work with others and have a brief phone call, Zoom meetup, or in-person meeting to share what action tasks you completed each week. This is super helpful. A lot of times in my grant writing and funding changemaker membership private Facebook group, we post completed tasks or talk about monthly goals in the monthly group call. This can put some more heat under your tush to actually get your tasks done while also providing support and getting inspiration by, from others who are meeting their goals. If you want some accountability, you can also post in the free grant writing and funding page on Facebook. Just check out at grant writing and funding on Facebook. There are also mastermind groups that you can join that have platforms for accountability, or you can work with a private coach. Those are all great ways, but having that accountability can really make a huge difference. All right, so step number seven, our final step in this whole situation today is to celebrate. Have you ever heard people say that after a runner completes a marathon, they might enter into some depression? Well, believe it or not, the journey really sometimes is the joy. Once we reach our summit, if we don't have an additional celebratory item planned, the actual goal can kind of fall flat. So make sure you set something up for the end of six weeks. Some ideas include ordering a nice dinner, staycation weekend, mani-pedi, massage, <laughs> buying something online that you have been wanting, Netflix day binge. Like maybe you're like, I need to save that $6,000 spend it. I don't need to spend more money <laughs> on me. Maybe it's just a day alone or maybe it's a full week off to spend with your family. So that's definitely, those are all items you can do. Schedule something though that you are going to look forward to. And here are the steps that we talked about today. Number one, take the time to plan and make your environment cozy. 
Number two, write down what you want to accomplish by the end of six weeks. Remember guys, dream big here because now you're going to do step number three, prioritize your goals. And then we're moving on to step number four, write down your action task, right? All those steps. And number five, the fail safe step to execute your goals, scoring yourself. Number six, have accountability. And number seven, celebrate. So go ahead and get your six week plan done this weekend. Then stay tuned for next week when I go over how to provide value to your nonprofit clients and what the main mistake I see freelancers making. All right, so once again, make sure you do get that downloadable and you can go ahead and check it out, grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 129. All right, guys, and please don't forget to celebrate my birthday with me between July 15th and 18th for four days of a free copy of The Beginner's Guide to Grant Writing. And like I mentioned, if you wanna also leave me a birthday present, please, (laughs) please leave a review on Amazon or for this podcast you are listening to or both. If you do that, you will be entered in to win a $44 Amazon gift certificate. All right, guys, I will see you next week. Thank you for celebrating my birthday with me anyways by listening to this podcast this week. All right, and for all the details on my birthday celebration, do check out grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 129. All right, I'll see you guys next week as we continue the freelance saga. Bye-bye. Do you want to join the Changemaker Tribe and get courses, downloadable checklists, samples of awarded grants, behind-the-scenes live Q&A with myself and the tribe, and discounts on grant services? Be sure to join the Changemaker membership at www.grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash membership. Thank you for listening to this Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your time. For more questions, email Holly at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com or visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com. 